0: furniture appliances mattress fam.news super bowl 57 is in the back kansas city chief came out on top and the game was fantastic but you know what was even better the commercials and we're going to break it all down for you on the fam marketing show it happens right now adrian how are you doing did you watch the super bowl did you stay up too late
1: no of course we watched the super bowl but i will say i left probably the middle of the fourth quarter And apparently, I missed what Jonathan told me was like the call that sort of solidified the game. I don't know if you know that call that he's talking about, but Jonathan goes, I don't know that it would have changed the outcome, but it definitely solidified it. So, whatever call that was is kind of what put the Chiefs for sure winning the victory. So, I didn't actually. Yeah, you know, I got a
0: thought about that. And, And it might be because, I'm sorry, say again. Did I step on what you're saying there?
1: No, 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 no. I didn't see the final scores where it ended.
0: Yeah, you know, I that final call, I think it was a little picky, and especially for a Super Bowl, but at the end of the day, it never comes down to that. So all the Eagles fans, stop your complaining. That means you, David Shiroff, and, uh oh. who I think actually went to the game. But anyway, it was a great game. But Adrian, as always, you know, it was interesting because normally we'll go to a Super Bowl party or something like that. And Mm -hmm. my wife and I, Bridget, just kind of said, you know what, let's just stay home and do like just cook some really bad to eat food and, uh, you know, just uh, indulge all day long and watch it at home where we can hear everything and see everything. So this year, maybe more than ever, I was able to watch the commercials and I enjoyed the heck out of that. So you watched the commercials intently. Mm -hmm. Did you have a few favorites or a few that you couldn't stand?
1: Um, I did have a few favorites, but before we get started on that, because we have a lot of good stuff since we're analyzing the commercials, I have some Super Bowl trivia that I want to ask that we will answer at the end. Okay. And I anticipate big things from you, Quinn. So what was the average cost of a 30-second Super Bowl commercial according to NBC? This is where I got the statistics from. 30 seconds. Some chose longer, like... Anheuser Busch opted for, I think, a total of three minutes over the course of the game, and then some people chose like a fifteen-second ad. But what was the average cost of a thirty-second commercial during Super Bowl Fifty Seven? I'm going to give you three options. Man, you know,
0: I used to, yeah, I I used to know this. Um, I'm going to say my. Well, hang on. Let um... me
1: let me. I'm going to I'm going to give you three options. We'll roll it up at the end. But just so people can be thinking about it, it. and I will. Yeah, so that's how that's how this works. Okay, we we pull it out so that people have a reason to stick around um if you talk to tara this is her favorite part of the show she's like i really just enjoy the trivia so we have to make sure you stay on all right the average cost of a super bowl ad 30 seconds was it 6 million 8 million or 10 million those are going to be your three options we'll wrap it up at the end of the show but kind of be thinking of those and i'll give you the i'll give you your choices again but let me just tell you you, i'm I'm glad you gave me the choices in years past
0: yeah, well, it, let me tell you, if I had guessed it on my own, the, the guess would have been off in an embarrassing kind of way. So I'm glad that we did really? the multiple choice. So we'll come back to that,
1: right? Yes, we will come back to that.
0: Okay, okay my perfect. favorite
1: so, Super Bowl commercial. I nope,
0: will link to these nope, two. No, no,
1: no, okay. Wait, no, I don't want
0: you to give me your favorite. <laughs> I want you to talk okay. about some that you liked, and then we'll save the favorite for the last. So, all right, what uh, okay. what made an impact? What stood out to you?
1: This is so dumb, which is also an homage to the the ones that I remember. Do you, do you remember the Clueless commercial? I don't even remember now what they were advertising. But they brought back Alicia Silverstone and all of the people from Clueless, which came out when I was in high school. And so I remember sitting there watching the commercial. And again, I don't even know who they were advertising for. That tells you how impactful it was. I just thought how brilliant that they literally went and got everybody back from that movie to make this commercial. I thought that one stood out well, to you, me. You know,
0: that's not the only... No, go ahead. Sorry. Yeah, that, that's not the only one they did that with. And I'm sorry, I'm getting a little bit of a lag, so I don't mean to be stepping on you. But that's not the only one they did it with. They had John Travolta coming back, doing a little bit of Grease. They had the guys from Breaking Bad coming okay. back in a Doritos spot that I want to talk about. So, yeah, there's a, there's, there's multiple. And, and then I heard some commentator making fun. He's like, how old are we as a country that, like, we're bringing all these people back. For all yes. these, like, nostalgic looks at, you know, different shows and using them to sell product nowadays. But anyway, so, yeah, I get that.
1: Well, it just shows you the audience, the demographic, right? Because, I mean, something like a clueless commercial would speak to my age group because we're like, oh, it's like all the people from the movie. I mean, I think they uh, did a payback to, was it Daredevil and the Dunkin' Donuts commercial? And they had Ben Affleck in the drive through and they obviously brought in J-Lo. But, I mean, these are, I don't want to say they're old movies, but, I mean, 10, 15 years ago, I mean, it just shows you the audience type that they're trying to appeal to.
0: Let me ask you a question, Adrian. When you see something like that and it's a cast that you have an affection for, does it Mm -hmm. give that product they're promoting more value or credibility with you?
1: I would say yes. Um, clearly I don't even remember the brand that the Clueless commercial was going for, but I will tell you this, and this is probably actually opposite of what you're asking. One of the worst commercials that I saw during the Super Bowl was the m ms commercial. Do you know the one I'm talking about where they were like, it's, you know, clam baked chocolate cover. I'm not going to stop eating m ms but I was just like, this is so stupid. Like it. It didn't do anything to amplify the brand. I really don't care if I go out and buy a pack of M Ms now. And all I was sitting there doing is like, why? Why are we having issues with the fact that M Ms wear shoes? Like, I think that's the whole debacle right now, which is why they brought her in to be the spokesperson for it. And then I'm like, you spent X number of millions of dollars on this stupid commercial that did literally nothing for you. I don't know. Maybe you have a different. So, opinion. so
0: explain that a little bit, Adrian. Like the the story arc of the commercial, so everyone can understand that.
1: So it's my understanding, and I haven't looked into this, but what ended up happening is basically they decided to do way the M&M spokespeople have been, I mean, as far as I know, they've, I mean, t- 30, 35 years, something like that, they've used M&Ms as the spokespeople. And then I guess there was some issue with them wearing shoes, and they decided that they no longer wanted to have the M&Ms be like people, and so they decided they were going to get celebrities. To market for them is my understanding of the situation. Could be very wrong. I can look it up and, and put it in the show notes. All right. So you is that didn't your understanding? Like, got, no. Yeah. 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 I got I you. Like now.
0: I, I didn't know the controversy around the M and yes. So now I can. Oh, it's a big
1: thing. That. It's a big thing right now in the marketing world.
0: Uh, do I need to pay closer attention. Clearly. Uh, so the Super Bowl commercial I thought was interesting, not my favorite, but you you mentioned it earlier. It was the Doritos, the popcorn one, oh, and they yes. brought the cast back from. Breaking bad. And I, not that I thought it was a great spot, but I loved kind of like what you were saying. I loved the series. And so when Jesse and uh, God, what was his name? Not Mr. Jones in the show. I can't think of his name. Uh, anyway, when they both came on screen and they were talking about a bag of Doritos, kind of like crystal meth. Right. Yes. So I got to have those. And you know, we're going to sell a a ton of these things. And so it was kind of clever the way they did that. But, you know, you and I were talking before this show how to tie everything back to the mattress category. Imagine like if you, if you use the mattress as the the subject matter in that spot and it's like, you know, we got to have that mattress and, you know, we know that it's going to help us sleep better and test better and run faster. And like, you know, got to have it. And you think about like, You know, people saying they want to have more sex, but it's also sleep, right? You know, what do you want more of all the time? Sleep, not sex. It's the sleep, right? And so it shows people's desire, the craving, the affection for sleep, kind of like they were trying to do with like the the Doritos, likening that to like an addiction almost. I think you could do something Mm -hmm. fun with sleep or the mattress as the addiction, the place you got to go, the thing you have to have and the thing that will change your life, right? I think you could do something funny with that, don't you? I mean, I, it's a little stretch, but I think you could do it.
1: Do you wanna know, so we kind of talked about this before the show. Do you wanna know the one commercial that I thought you could make into a good mattress ad? Yeah. Okay, I think the Pepsi commercial and the whole like, is it real sugar? Or is it not with Ben Stiller and Steve Martin? thought that was classic because here's the deal. They picked two actors. So if you're not familiar with it, I'll link it in the show notes. But the idea was they chose these two actors. And I think there was two separate commercials. They weren't in the same commercial, but it was they said, it's my job to make you wonder, is this real or is it acting? And they were trying the Pepsi product. And you had to decide, are they do they really enjoy the product that they are advertising for or is it acting? And I I mean, what was your what was your favorite commercial that you thought could become?
0: Well, but, but go further. Like, how would you tie that back to the mattress category?
1: So I think we make a lot of promises or advertisements about certain mattresses. Like, oh, it's cooling. Oh, it's firm. Oh, it's soft. Oh, it's all these things. And I think if you were to do the same sort of play that they were doing, you know, maybe you have a test a test market. You come in see, is it really cooling or are we just acting? Are we just saying it? Is it really firmer or are we just acting? It can almost act as a foot traffic driver. See, I, I kind of
0: went the same place. Right. So it's okay. incredible. It's amazing. It's comfortable. It solves my back pain. It gets me in zero gravity. Um, the sheets are so soft. The pillows so amazing. It cradles like all of those things. But don't take our word for it. You got to come in and try it, and it. Right. It yourself. The whole idea was don't listen to me. I'm an actor. I could be lying to you. <laughs> Come into our store So well, yeah, any moron could stand up here on camera and tell you how great this thing is, but don't take my word for it. Come in. You got to try it to believe it, right? Bring them in, create traffic with it, or even to your point, like the test rest challenge, right? Make it fun, gamify it, let people come in and pick the champion and mm-hmm. uh, and Ooh, then salute I like the that. champion and then maybe put the champion on sale, right?
1: No, I thought that was... oh. Um, I just thought, I mean, like if I'm looking at all these commercials through the lens of the mattress industry, that was the one that I took away the most that was like, this is easily uh, one that has a transferable concept. And to the point we just talked about, you could use it as a foot traffic driver. What did you call the one thing, a stress test or a test stress challenge? Oh, a,
0: a test rest.
1: Oh, a test so rest in. challenge. I like that. Okay.
0: Test it out, give it a little rest, you know, and the other part of that, Adrian, I think that's funny is like when you like if if you think about like what advantage the brick and mortar guys have over the e-commerce guys, it's the experience in the store, 100%. Mm -hmm. And so I could almost see an ad where you have a consumer laying down on a bed and they're like, oh, that's good. And then the retail salesperson gives them this killer $150 molded pillow. And then the consumer goes, Oh my, but that like that combination is amazing. And then they put them on an adjustable bed and, you know, zero gravity, that person, then all of a sudden the person is freaking out. They're like, Oh my God, you have to come in and check this out. Like you have to be fitted for bed. Like this is, this process is amazing. Like you could make it like so big that people are like, okay, I got to come try that out. Is it really that comfortable? Right. Just create Mm -hmm. that
1: question. Okay, so we only have like a few more minutes. So, what were your did you have any others? That was the big one that I I, pulled, and then we can talk about our. I did,
0: I did. You know, another one. I like stop calling yourself a rock star. You had Kiss, you had Paul Stanley (laughs) and Ace Frehley. Uh, I think Paul. Yeah, I think it was Paul Stanley. I used to be a Kiss fan. Um, anyway, and so the the whole spot was stop saying you're a rock star, right? Like that's common business vernacular, like. The operations guys crushed it, reducing costs and saving a bunch of money for the quarter. Man, Jimmy, you're a rock star. And then everyone's like, no, you're not. If you're going to be a rock star, you have to do all the drugs. You have to have all the sleepless nights. You have to wreck all the hotel rooms. It was all these rock stars coming on and going, (laughs) dude, you you don't get to call yourself a rock star just because you save money in shipping, right? So I thought it was a clever thing to do. And now tying that one back to the mattress industry, Adrian, what have you said? You know, okay, nutrition. Okay, exercise. Okay, like mute like all of you want to claim that you're the key to health and wellness. You're all pretenders. The real key to health and wellness is sleep, right? That's the one. Like that's the that's the benchmark. That's the end all be all. If you get good sleep, like everything in life is better. You can eat better, that's fine. You can you can in exercise, that's fine. You can Go to the beach every now and then, but if you do something for yourself every single day and you get great sleep, that is the benchmark of a great life. And so I thought you could, like, say, you don't get to say you're the king of health and wellness. We get to say we're the king of health and wellness. So that's what that made me think about.
1: I like that. I like that one a lot.
0: And then right, one more. the last, what's that?
1: I said, okay, and one more.
0: Yeah, one more. The Hellman's one it was kind of funny. The yes. guy from... Uh, you know, the guy from Mad Men, John, mm-hmm. John, something, something. Anyway, um, <laughs> I think he's clever. He was a lot of fun. And it was kind of like the Hellman saying, hey, like we go with everything. We can take all the items in this refrigerator and make them all incredible because with the little Hellmans, like everything's better. Everything's well, better. What about tying? Yeah. What about tying that back to the, the, the mattress industry and going, look, you know, like whatever you're going to do in your life, sleep on a great mattress makes everything better. It makes flowers smell better. It makes music sound better. It makes time with your kids more meaningful. It just, you know, all of those things. So I think you could tie the mattress to, hey, life just gets better. And then talk about the application of that. Okay, but you're not sharing one thing. I want you to end us on the one that you loved the most. And it was a commercial with the dog of course it's it was the commercial
1: of course it was also your friend that you were talking about john ham because remember they did a playoff of brie and ham john ham that's all better right and but yes yeah, you're yeah. absolutely right i mean think about it though i here, somebody needs to make this everything is better with a great mattress better sex better sleep better relaxation time all of it is better on your mattress my Amen. mattress is one of my favorite places to be so anyway my favorite commercial was the farmer's commercial. And if you haven't seen it, please Google it. I think it made like the top two list on a lot of different peoples, but it was this idea where this little girl, I I read this morning, they had five different girls and five different dogs, or maybe it was four different dogs play the parts. But this girl gets a puppy. It's a black lab when she's like four years old. And then you switch to the next scene and it's the dog with her while she's in high school. And then the dog at her college graduation. And then her dog walks down the aisle with her when she gets married. And the ending scene is you see her cuddling her newborn baby. Her husband's asleep next to her. And she's singing, you are my sunshine, my only sunshine. And you think that she's singing it to her baby, just by the way the camera angle is. But then the camera like pans out and spins around. And you see she's actually looking at her dog. While she sings this, and then from the dog's perspective, they replay how he saw her when she was four, and how he saw her at, in middle school, and how he saw her at the college graduation. And the dog, you know, has a lot more white whiskers, and it's just this heartfelt, like dog food brand that you're like, I will be going to get that dog food brand because they just just dug at your heartstrings, and it was a great commercial. And of all the commercials, from that's the one I remember the most. That's the one I remember two or three days later.
0: I, I love it. That's a great spot. Okay, so here's the real test. And then let's get into the trivia answer. I'm a little nervous okay. about that. But the test for you is what was the dog food brand? Farmers. Oh, farmers. I You said farmers. that at the beginning. I don't recall. Yep. I don't even know that brand. In when you said farmers, I was thinking insurance, even though we went into the conversation <laughs> no. about the
1: dog. No, anyway. it was the farmer's dog food brand and that's why i remember it it was such a great commercial i was like i've never heard of that but that's a you know well, they played right into the
0: well the done I, the I was lover. listening for the record i just heard insurance when i heard farmers so i wasn't thinking dog food <laughs> okay let's get into the uh, trivia adrian hit me up i'm i'm I, okay. I think i have the answer but go ahead and recap it for us
1: average cost of a 30 second super bowl commercial is it 6 million 8 million or 10 million for Man, 2023
0: i going to say 10- Say that again?
1: No, I was like for twenty twenty three Super Bowl fifty seven. Yeah, I, what was the average? Cost? Yeah, I'm going to say ten
0: million because I think the audience was so big this year. Like it really came back. Uh, the two teams in it um, are watched a lot, so I think the audience was bigger. So I'm going big on this, Adrian. I'm saying ten million for thirty seconds.
1: So actually, it was between six and seven million. I think where the variable ended up was like whether you wanted to be at the beginning of the se- at the beginning of the uh, game or towards the end but I will say it increased 20 percent over 2022 and back in 2021 the average cost was 5.2 million again all according to NBC so between six and seven million obviously you had some brands like anheuser Bush they paid for three full minutes so who knows how much they actually ended up um, paying for I will say this and then we can end the show. do you remember the blue Moon commercial?
0: I was just about to talk about that. <laughs> I think it was my favorite okay. spot. Tell me why no. you like that.
1: Yes. No. no, no, no. I I'll, didn't I'll tell like you why it. Though. Okay. Here's here's why I didn't like it because they spent the entirety of their commercial talking about Miller Lite and Anheuser Bush, and then at the end, and they're like, "It's a Blue Moon commercial," and I went, "You just wasted valuable airtime talking about your competitors." What?
0: But did. But did they now? Because here we are. I I know it.
1: Talking about it.
0: (laughs) Yeah, here we are in this podcast. Now let me tell you why I loved it. Um, I hated like the whole, and and it was weird because I'm watching it also, and I'm like Miller light and Coors light in the same spot, and I'm like going. This is like epic. Did did like a merger happen that I'm not aware of? Did they just get smart and there's a collaboration that they're doing? And so the whole time I'm watching it, I'm trying to figure out what I'm watching. And I'm like, this is like, I've never, like, this could be one of the most epic marketing moves these two beer companies have ever made. And at the very end, they put that blue moon bottle right in the hero shot of the screen and it's about Blue Moon. I'm like, that is hilarious. And I'm like, I would totally remember the brand because they had me, the, the the unclosed loop in my brain of trying to figure out what the hell these guys were doing. And then they hit us with the Blue Moon. I'm like, yep, you got me. Blue Moon. That's pretty funny. I thought it was clever.
1: <laughs> well, this is why we're not in charge of, you know commercials at the end of the day there's people smarter but than know, us putting these together I, I love that
0: we hadn't talked about that and you hated it and i loved it that is the best part of this show <laughs> that's, that's right, the well... best
1: way to end this show all <laughs> right well mr quinn let's do this again soon shall we i know that kinsley is you know flying around doing all the vegas things so come back he's next back week he's we'll... back
0: to vegas that guy is crazy is um we will do this again And if you're listening to the show now, go on Spotify or to iTunes or wherever you listen to your podcast and uh, give the show a review and most importantly, share it. We want everybody in the industry together and the campfire and to share in the fun and let us know in the show notes or wherever we post this and wherever you watch it. What was your favorite Super Bowl commercial and why and how would you tie it back to the matches industry? Adrian, thanks uh, for today. It's always great being with you.
1: Sorry, Span. See you Quinn.